And now back to Rainbow Bright. Welcome to Brightcast. Thank you for downloading. My name is Renee Stowe of rainbowbright.co.uk. And I'm Katie Carty Hiley of rainbowbright.net. Welcome to episode number 17 for September 2015. This year is going by so fast. And welcome to fall. It is the first yes. week of autumn. Finally. <laughs> Finally. It's been really rainy here, but at least it's been cool. So I, I really can't complain too much. Yep, I like the fact that the weather is starting to chill out some. Yeah, me too. Now if our noses would just stop running, we'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Again, taking that, taking that stock in Zyrtec. This is like spring. <laughs> this is the spring part two. Ah. <laughs> but we love it. And it's bringing us so many bright rainbows this year. <laughs> so we can only be happy. We really can't be sad. Yes, this is very much a rainbow bright year, which is very happy making. Being the 30, it's about the 30th anniversary of the Star Stealer movie, which that it is. anniversary is in a, couple, in a couple of months. Of months right? Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Very we'll have much. to do something special. Yeah. I don't know what, but <laughs> something. <laughs> I was hoping they were going to release like a 30th anniversary DVD or Blu-ray. Sadly, that did not happen. But maybe yeah, one day. Yeah. Well, it hasn't happened that we know of. You know. Yeah. They don't really tell us too much. Just saying. Yeah, especially when it comes to DVDs. I don't think we've ever... Oh, wait a minute. They've never had DVDs except for the ones that came with the dolls. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and all the unofficial ones I put in quotes from overseas. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> yes, we could go. We could go for hours about things that we want, things that we don't have that other people got, and then well, we would just sound extremely petty. But we're not going to do that because we are <laughs> Brightcast, the Rainbow Bright Podcast, and we try to embody very rainbow bright sensibilities of being happy. So let's be happy. Yeah. So we're going to start with something <laughs> that does make us happy <laughs> yes uh well there was a bit uh, a behind the scenes video about the making of the itty bitty commercials which the itty bitty commercials make us happy they make us very happy they are adorable and hilarious and yeah i didn't even know this was a thing but hallmark has thinkmakeshareblog.com and they just share creations i suppose from creators of things at hallmark but yeah they made this whole video of behind the scenes of the commercials and it stars tommy donahoe and brian rio who are the two guys like those are, those are the voices you hear in the commercial that are going pew 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 and rainbow did you mean to do that or whatever <laughs> and it's these guys with these huge beards <laughs> it's just it's so funny. I love beards, but it just it's it makes it even funnier to me to see them um, and see that it's just these burly guys with beards that are playing with Rainbow Bright dolls. Uh, yeah, but they were, I think, trying to make the point that it's easy to play with these these little itty bitties. You can make your own sets out of really easy stuff you have around the house and you can make your own stories or your own videos or what whatnot. I have not attempted this yet i don't know about you renee but i may have to in the future because that would be a lot of fun 
Actually, I kind of am. I'm trying to. Um, I, well, when, nice. you look, when you look at things like Instagram, you know, there are a couple of Rainbow Bright fans which will recreate scenes with their action figures and toys. And mm-hmm. I think that is a wonderful hobby with still photography. And we've always done it as children. I mean, you got to think about being a kid and getting your little toys and playing with them. I think it will be very much fun to do that with like a felt backdrop and in, in, in this case those commercials they used what looked like towels they were so cool yes and towels and bath mats and <laughs> a cardboard rainbow it was great cotton <laughs> balls and tissue paper it was yes! fun but I really <laughs> think it would be uh, a good way to feature uh, new merchandise too if they expand upon the rainbow bright itty bitty line I still want my color cottage Right? And, my color and I want all the color kids and sprites. <laughs> and all the other characters that ever existed. <laughs> so, yes, we need to do, like, a video collab of Itty Bitties. Of that us, would be fun. Of us playing with our video, with our Itty Bitties on video. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was already kind of playing with my starlight on my review video. <laughs> <laughs> Flying him around the room. <laughs> But yeah, that that would be epic. Actually, I should put an itty bitty on his back. I bet that would be a good size. But we'll get to him in a minute. But the itty bitties, you know, they became available. Oh gosh, when did they first show up in stores? Has it been has it been two months now? Has it been quite that long? Sure. Wait, I may have a date here on my last episode notes. Mm. Well, I know that they appeared online. The limited editions were a few months ago, and then the ones right. in the I mean, the new store, ones. I think they've been out for about a month. Okay. Um, well, it must be a little longer than that, because it's been a month since they came available online, and that was after they were available in stores. So we'll, we'll say a month and a half. Okay. I don't remember exactly now. Um, but yeah, back on August 24th, all eight of the itty bitties, so the four loose ones and the four pack, the collector set, all went on sale online on Hallmark.com. Well, shop.hallmark.com. And they're all still available. Um, the four pack went away for a little while. It like sold out and then they got some more in stock. So it's now available again. And all of the loose itty bitties are available. There is a five per item limit on those. And at first, I thought it was just Rainbow Bright, and I was kind of mad. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, why did you only make a few Rainbow Brights? Did you think she wasn't going to be popular? Um, but I've noticed lately it's not just her. They've done it with some of the Inside Out characters, I think some of the Star Wars characters. So I think maybe overall the Itty Bitties are selling much faster than they thought they would. So it's not just Rainbow Bright. They, they weren't hating on Rainbow. <laughs> they weren't um, misproducing you know, the quantities, although apparently they didn't make enough twinks because they cannot keep him in stock. He's on back order currently for stores and online, even the stores, because I'm in touch with uh, a lady that works at a local store and she tried to order some more for her store when she sold out and they were just on back order. So even the stores can't get more twinks right now, but hopefully soon they'll they'll get some more in stock and everyone will be able to get one that wants one because he's adorable. Now, is that the itty-bitty or the plush twink you're talking about? Oh, that's the plush. I'm sorry. I should have specified. Yes. Yeah, all the itty-bitties seem to be easily findable. Um, Even if they're not in your local store, you can have 
you can order them on hallmark.com and have them shipped to your local store for free. Or if you don't have a store nearby, you can just have them shipped directly to your house. That's not free necessarily, but <laughs> it's not super expensive. Their shipping is very reasonable, unlike some other websites I could mention, but I won't. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited to see them selling so well, because when they first went up, there was no limit. And then they imposed the five limit. So I was like, oh, wow, they're selling super fast again, like the limited edition ones did. So that that's good news. That means, well, hopefully it means they will make more Rainbow Bright Itty Bitties in the future since they seem to be doing so well. And I'm seeing pictures like every day on Twitter and Instagram of people buying Itty Bitties and showing them off and just being so excited or, you know, a friend is giving it to them as a gift just to brighten their day. And they just make everybody so happy. <laughs> It's hard not to. And I love seeing where, uh, especially on Instagram and the social media sites where people are sharing their itty bitty hauls and yes. they, they put them everywhere. Like this, they put them on their dashboards of their car hanging from the rearview mirrors. Um, it, yay. It's just gotta have some happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, if you are fretting about Twink, just wait a little while. I'm, I feel sure he will be available again online and in stores. Um, they never said he was going to be limited quantity or anything like that. And as far as I know, I don't think they've ever done that with large dolls. It's only the itty bitties they've done special edition, limited edition things with. So you'll be able to get Twink. Don't you worry. Um, and before we move on to some of the other products, I wanted to mention for international fans who are trying to get a hold of the itty bitties, there are a couple of eBay stores that are selling them at very reasonable prices and will ship them worldwide. I'll put links to them in the show notes because the links are kind of weird. <laughs> um, and the like the username of the eBay seller doesn't necessarily match up with their store name. It can be a little confusing. I'll mention them real quick. Um, Ornaments for You is one of them and Sue's Ornaments and Gifts. But again, th if you search for that on eBay, I don't know if it will take you to the right place. So I will put direct links to the stores um, and to the Rainbow Bright specifically specific items in those stores so you can get right to them. I think they're selling each itty bitty for like $8.99 a piece. Um, and they are, you know, $6.95 in the store. So that's not, you know, they're not trying to sell them for $30, $40 like people are doing with the limited edition ones. And I mean, they were limited edition, so they're obviously more valuable. Um, but the scalper prices there for a while were pretty ridiculous. I'm hoping things are settling down now. <laughs> I haven't checked lately, have you? For the limited editions? No, I haven't. Okay, yeah, I need to look at that again on eBay. But hopefully, if you did miss out, hopefully the prices are becoming more realistic on eBay. If not, let us know, because I'm curious. Um, but I also have a few other sellers I know of that will ship itty-bitties, and not just itty-bitties, but the other Rainbow Bright merchandise internationally. So if you go to my rainbowbright.net Facebook page and send me a private message, I can respond to you with all of these direct links and contact information um, so, cause we want these things to be available to everyone who wants them. And we feel really bad for our fellow fans in the UK and Australia and elsewhere in the world. They really want these guys. Um, so we, we want to help you out. So if you need that help, you really want these guys, definitely let us know. We will point you in the right direction. Actually, it was August that the itty bitties came out. 
Well, because I'm thinking back to when they did release the itty bitties and they kept saying they'll be in stores in August. They'll be in stores in August, but what time in August? I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like it took a little longer than they thought it was going to. One thing about product scheduling is you can't really stick with product scheduling because the schedule has been murked by Murky Dismal more often than Rainbow wants to admit. I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. It was about mid-August. I was just looking back through my posts and August 13th um, is when they started like shipping out and making their way to stores. And I was asking for people to respond and say like what state they were finding them in. And there was no rhyme or reason. Like I assumed they would be coming maybe from California because they're produced overseas like in China. Um, so I figured they would hit the West Coast and spread across to the east but it was very sporadic there was like texas and then wisconsin and then pennsylvania and it was all over the place so there's no rhyme or reason it seems to where they show up first but when they announce that they've started shipping you just start going to your local stores or calling them and uh keeping your eyes peeled until they show up because it, it eventually they do and I know it's it's probably frustrating to some fans who want to get them sooner rather than later, and they have to go on a bit of a hunt. Um, but that can kind of be fun, too, uh, a little bit. I mean, if it takes a month, maybe that's not so fun. But for a week or two, if you're kind of playing this game of cat and mouse, like, where is anybody? I need to find it. And <laughs> it, it can be exciting. I'll say, yeah, exciting. Maybe, maybe that's a better word. Maybe it's not fun for everyone, but... It at least keeps you on your toes. Uh, so, yeah, it's been cool just watching the rollout and watching the excitement spread and the word get out. Because, like, we knew they were coming as soon as they announced the shipping, but the casual fans weren't necessarily paying attention to that. But now they are going to Hallmark stores. Maybe they're just looking for a card for someone and they stumble across these guys and are like, OMG, it's Rainbow Bride. I remember her. She was my favorite when I was a kid, etc. And then they pick them up and it makes them happy and they share it with other people and it makes them happy. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I think they're doing really well and I'm super encouraged by that. So just like the itty bitties started rolling out and it took, you know, a few weeks for them to show up in all the Hallmark stores. Same thing is now happening with Starlight because he just started shipping out this past week. And I've already seen a picture of a fan that bought a couple of them in Wisconsin. So they are starting to show up in stores. So definitely be on the lookout if you are wanting a Starlight doll. Um, we did find out just a few days or maybe a week before this when he and the larger Rainbow Bright doll were going to be... Um, appearing in Hallmark stores and it also there was an article that also gave us an idea of their size because before that we just had the prototype pictures and we weren't sure if they were even to scale because they were just kind of separate pictures of all three items just kind of put together in a little collage <laughs> so they look cute sitting beside each other but it wasn't actually a picture of them sitting beside each other so it was hard to tell what size the dolls were actually going to be so it it was like a news release, I believe, on Hallmark's news site. And then a couple of like news article type web pages pulled, um, pulled out the information and made articles. And it told us that Starlight was going to be a 10-inch plush toy. And he was coming out in October. And Rainbow Bright is going to be a 16-inch toy. And she's coming out in November. But thankfully, Starlight actually shipped a bit early this time. <laughs> he started coming out in September instead of October. So maybe we'll get surprised and Rainbow Bright will come out a bit early. 
Um, I definitely prefer early than late because I think in the past they told us, you know, August for the itty bitties and then August came and the, you know, the first week came and went and then the second week came and went and we're like, where are the itty bitties? Uh, but in this case, we actually got Starlight faster than we were expecting and that was awesome. I love him so much. <laughs> Have you seen, why? Well, I don't know if they've shown up in your local Hallmark store yet. Have you seen a uh, Starlight in person? I have not. Uh, my okay. my homework store, I, I haven't been to in, in a couple weeks. So, unfortunately, I have not seen if they've gotten any new merchandise in. Are you on their call list? No. Well, you should be. See, this is what I do when I go to my local Hallmark store. Because they have, like, a notebook that they can write you in if you're waiting for a particular item. And they'll call you when that item reaches their store. And I just tell them all the Rainbow Bright things. Like, doesn't matter what. If it's a pencil, call me. <laughs> Tell me if you have it. Um, but they'll do that. And you can you can do it for a specific item. So if you only want Starlight, say, call me when Starlight comes in. But if you want all the things, they'll write all the things and, and they'll give you a call. So that's an easy way. So you don't have to keep calling and pestering them. And you don't have to keep driving by the store. You can just wait for them to call you. And they're, at least the stores around here and the ones I've heard from other fans, they've been really good about doing that. The day that it reaches their store they'll call you because they want to you know they want to make sales just as we as much as we want to purchase the items so it's a it's a good relationship for both parties but i thankfully do have a starlight in hand i just made my review video a few days ago so if you want to go to youtube or i even posted it on my uh rainbowbright.net facebook page as well um, you can check that out and you can see him in his beautiful rainbow splendor. He is way better than I was expecting. Um, I don't know about you. When I saw the, well, the first prototype picture, we both had concerns about because he didn't have all the colors in his mane. They weren't in rainbow order. We were like, what in the heck? <laughs> this is not starlight. Um, and then what was it? Maybe a month ago, if that, they put up a picture of the, the actual finished product um, but we weren't sure even if that was the finished product. Um, in the end, it was. Yeah, because the final one that I have looks exactly like the one that's on their website now. But he looks great. Um, he looks better in person, I think, even than the picture. Because in the picture, his his mane is on the other side. Because I guess they really wanted you to be able to see his face. But the mane, to me, is the best part about him. It's so bright and colorful. It's so long and soft. And his tail is super long and soft, and there's so much yarn. It's 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 amazing. It's just amazing. I wasn't expecting there to be this much. Like it's really thin, soft yarn. So it's very different from the yarn in the old doll. But I actually like this better. It feel it just feels better in your hand. You can kind of pet him. <laughs> and it's so bright and colorful. And I said in my video that his the reddish pink on him was fuchsia and it is but it's such a dark fuchsia it could almost be a light red it just depends on what light you're looking at him in because i know some people are very anti-pink um well in general and when it comes to rainbow bright because she was very primary color focused back in the 80s and like when the 2009 line came out and they were focusing on pinks and purples we were a little like huh that's not rainbow right but I feel like they're going back to primaries with these guys, um, with the itty bitties and with the larger toys. Because, yeah, if 
if you could call this pink at all, it's a very dark magenta or fuchsia. Um, but now in the light that I'm looking at it right now, it just looks red or kind of like a light red. So yeah, it's up to interpretation what that color is, but it's pretty whatever it is. And he has wires in his legs so you can actually pose him, which I had no idea. Like they had not announced that anywhere, that little tidbit. That was just something I happened to find out as I was kind of feeling him or you know, feeling around on him, trying to see how I could move him around or whatever. And then I was like, wait a minute, it feels like there's something hard in his leg. Oh, there is. And yeah, sure enough, you can bend it and it'll stay that way. And then you can bend it back. So you could probably make him sit down or lay down or just stand or hang on something. I don't know. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Is it just the back legs that have wires in them or is the front and the back? Nope. Yeah, it's all four of them. It's really, really cool. I thought that was a really neat feature. And that's an issue we've always had with the vintage ones. If their legs got out of whack, they were just out of whack. You know, especially since they were probably sitting in a, uh, a bin or a box for years and years and their legs have been in this one position and you take them out now and you try to reposition their legs and it just doesn't stay. They get stuck in however they are and it's very, very hard to kind of retrain the legs to do something else unless you just really but I think you would ruin it if you really you know kind of twisted or pulled or bent the legs to try to get them in a specific way because they're the old dolls are very rigid um and I've seen somewhere obviously a kid did bend the legs a lot maybe they were trying to get them to sit down or whatever but then they're just bent forever and there's no getting them to stand up again after after that's been done so thankfully with this guy, it's wires, so you can make him sit down and then he can stand up again. And yeah, I thought that was an excellent decision on Hallmark's part. And he, he's just like the other guys. He's really high quality. He's got all this embroidery on his face. Um, he's got a mouth and nostrils and his star and his eyes. That's all embroidery. He's got just this great stitching all around that give him a really good defined shape. Um, I still think he's slightly misproportioned. I think it's mainly just his body's a bit big. I think if he were a little slimmer, it wouldn't be as obvious. Um, but it just makes his legs look a little spindly and his head maybe could be a bit bigger to go with that big muscular body. But it's not. It looked worse in the picture. When I saw the picture, I was like, hmm, he kind of looks like a donkey, not a horse. But in person, I really think he looks like a horse. And I like him a lot. And he's a good size. He's the, I'd say, exactly the same size as the Emotions Starlight. So definitely smaller than the original, like the one that everybody knows and loves. But Emotions came out with a smaller version also back in the 80s that looks exactly like the same doll, but it's just smaller. Um, and this new guy is exactly the same size as the Emotions Starlight. So I like him a bunch. Well, I'm glad that they've kept the yarn hair. I was concerned that they were yes. going to go to a different type plush or something. And mm -hmm. the original Starlight that they prototyped us, it was really weird because his hair was long in the front and short in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weird. Um, but uh, to me, I, I don't know why. It did, they seem to be shrinking because I thought that the new, for example, the new Rainbow Bright doll, I thought she was going to be 18 and apparently she's supposed to be 16. Again, I've not seen one in person, but I can't tell. 
Although the picture, and I've seen a picture, um, I don't know if you saw on Instagram, Jackie, um, who is an employee at the Toy Insider, which I had never heard of that site before this picture came out, but I checked it out and they are a website where they review toys so that parents can kind of make a more educated decision if they want to buy a particular toy for their child. And they do a really good thorough job in their videos and so forth. And they've been on TV, on news shows and so forth. So I they're a pretty big deal. It's kind of awesome. Um, but yeah, Hallmark sent them one of the new Rainbow Bright dolls so they can do a review. And they haven't, at least as far as I've seen, they have not reviewed her yet. Um, but hopefully that'll be coming out pretty soon so we can get an even better idea. But the picture looks adorable. And she looks like a good size in the lady's hand. She's just kind of holding her up. Um, and yes, she's a bit smaller than the 18-inch we grew up with. But not... I think she probably still looks bigger than the Emotions Rainbow Bright, though. And I think the Emotions one is about 16 inches. At least the head looks bigger to me. But I'll have to wait until I get her in hand to really do a good comparison. But again, I think she's going to be a case where she looks better in person than in the pictures we've seen. Um, and they haven't updated the pictures yet to match the final doll. Because, like, the rainbow on her dress, kind of the color belt... Um, and the picture we see online, it goes past the dress. Like, it's, it's almost like it, it continues going beyond the skirt. Um, whereas on the original doll, it was just contained above the skirt. It was a whole rainbow that ended in a star. Um, but on their picture, it's a rainbow that goes past the star and keeps going. And it looked odd. But in the final one, it's just like the old doll, where it's a rainbow and going into a star. On you, know, And it ends well, well above the skirt. So it looks like the dress used to look like very much... And they also lightened her lipstick color. Um, it's either like a very pale peach or something like that. But because in the picture, it's, it was like this dark red for a while. And then they lightened it a little bit, but it wasn't super light. Um, but in, it looks like on the final, uh, the final doll, yeah, it's lightened up. So you, because she looked like she was grimacing at first. When I saw the first image, I was not happy. <laughs> Um, she may just be a victim I, of bad lighting and bad angles. <laughs> it's like when you see a celebrity on the catwalk and they're like, oh my gosh, they've had plastic surgery. They've had liposuction. <laughs> they've had something plucked and pulled. And you're looking at Rainbow going, oh my gosh, she got a facelift. No, it's just bad lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you've seen the picture online, don't judge it by that yet. They're still, they still haven't taken a picture of, or a professional picture anyway, of the final product. Because the one we saw on Instagram was definitely different. You could do a very funny, like, mock uh, tabloid paper, like, you know, the star or something, with all of the hate that some of these things can get. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you could. <laughs> And if she had stayed that way, some of that hate would have been coming from me, too. I'll be honest. I was a very unhappy camper when I f saw the first image of her, like the prototype. Yeah, saw the first prototype image of her because she just looked angry and just judgy and unhappy. And I still don't think she's necessarily smiling on the finished doll. But since the, the lip color is so much lighter now, it's not obvious because um, before it was very, it was jarring with that dark red lipstick and her eyes looking up to the side. It made it look like she was rolling her eyes at you and disapproving of something you just did or said. 
but I think the final product is is better. So we'll we'll have to hold out judgment until we see one closer up. But at least that one image on Instagram made her look better to me. Yay. I look forward to Yay. actually seeing the final product. I mean, me from just seeing the prototype, you know, my comparison was that the doll itself looked more fashioned after the paper doll, at least when it comes to the facial expression and the paint. The only thing that I really saw that was a difference was maybe the the bangs seemed short to me. They weren't as high up on the head as uh, the rainbow that I remember. So it makes me wonder, is she going to have like, like no forehead or is it going to be like really short? Um because that was one of the characteristics about Rainbow is that she had these big bangs that were just cute. They were cute. Yes. And yeah. then you had the... Um, oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Then the, the, there was the fact that the only difference really on the doll that I saw was that her, her mouth just wasn't as upturned as it was in the drawing. But then again, it made me wonder, is like, are they photographing her just a little bit too low or, or something that would make her, her, her mouth look so flat? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It does. I'm looking at the picture again of Jackie holding her and she does have a good sized forehead, but yeah, I think you're right. The bangs are shorter than in the original doll, but it's. I also think it's thinner yarn. It may be the same kind of yarn they used on Starlight. So it may just look shorter and it's fluffier or something like that. Yeah, I'm it's hard also, to tell. I'm also very tempted to see if she has a fully rooted hair or not. Uh, I'm not sure if you've ever seen a doll whose hair is not fully rooted. It's just rooted at the uh, edge and pulled back. So you can't do any other hairstyle with them. Because if you let it down, they, huh. they're bald underneath. <laughs> Oh, yes. I had dolls like that when I was a kid. Yep. Oh, I hate those. Um, but if you have, oh, if it's fully rooted, she'll have a, a thicker hair. So I'm very tempted yeah. to see how that looks. And I, it's hard to tell from this picture. I think her hair is a bit more blonde than orange, um, which I always loved the orange hair on the old dolls. So, but maybe again, it could be lighting etc. We'll have to see in person how it compares. But at least it's not like yellow yellow. Because like the 2003-2004 dolls, I never liked the yellow color of their hair. Yeah, I've mentioned that in, in previous episodes too, that I prefer the orange hair. Um, which I believe they probably went more with the orange uh, or the light orange hair to make her look different from Canary Yellow and Lala Orange. You know, because... Hmm. To, but to be honest, Lala Orange seems more of a brunette to me than uh, than a, to have a redhead, I guess you could say. But you're also oh, yeah, dealing with like color it. kids and their hair is supposed to be their, their color. Uh, and Rainbow is supposed hmm. to represent all colors, but she doesn't have rainbow hair. <laughs> True. Except for the dress up. Yeah. She had a, a extension. <laughs> Although, as we've seen in some of the original artwork that they've posted on the official Rainbow Bright Facebook page, she was supposed to have some rainbow streaks originally, and they decided against that. Probably it was just easier to animate one color, but it would have been really cute if she had some rainbow streaks. Also, merchandise-wise, I mean, can you imagine trying to keep track of the order in which you would put the hair in? 
Yeah, I mean, that would be tough. I've seen that with the 90s Rainbow Bright, who did have rainbow hair underneath her blonde, which is really cool because now that's a hairstyle of having the under part yes. rainbow. They call it they call yep. it the rainbow bright, and they she would she did it first back in 1997. That's right, trendsetter ever since the 80s. Love it. Uh, last episode we talked about rainbowbright.com, which is the new uh, Rainbow Bright website, which is featuring the Feelin characters uh, from Feelin.com's Rainbow Bright series. And um, Katie wanted to mention something regarding the Rainbow Bright character bio and the Lala Orange character bio. Yeah. So in the last episode, I mentioned a couple of the others that bothered me and I forgot about these until after we were done recording and was like, oh no, I meant to mention blah, blah, blah. So for Rainbow Bright, let me just read it and then I'll tell you the part I don't like. It says, Rainbow is a sentinel of light, a guardian of light and color endowed with magical powers to protect Rainbow Land and bring color to all the corners of the universe. And there's no E on the end of universe, but that's just a typo. Anyway, a girl of indeterminable age, perhaps eight or nine years old, old enough to tour, right? See, there's, I'm sorry, there's a lot of typos in this site. They need to edit this, but I'll go, I'll keep going. Forget the typos. Okay. Old enough to ride a horse on rainbows, but young enough to think that that's the coolest thing ever in all caps. So the part, well, apart from the typos, and making Rainbow Land one word instead of two. Um, the part that actually bothers me is talking about her age. Yes, it says indeterminable age, but then it says perhaps eight or nine years old. Now, in the old mythos, they never mentioned how old she was. And the Monster Merc episode mentioned the Monster Merc last being seen 700 years ago. So we've always kind of assumed that at least the color kids are kind of eternal they don't have an age. They don't age. They just are what they are forever. And we assumed Rainbow Bright would be the same. Uh, but in, at least in feeling Rainbow Bright, they're trying to actually give her an age. No. Which I just don't like that. Don't like. Negative. Nope. Nope. Down, <laughs> down like, down like. <laughs> Do not want. Do not want. <laughs> um, and then Lala Orange says a fashion-oriented type A personality who often finds herself at odds with Rainbow Bright but always defers to her. Lala always wants everything and everyone to be perfectly fabulous, which can make her a little judgy and abrasive at times. Now, I get the whole type A personality thing because Rainbow Bright is the leader and another type A that is kind of that leader personality might have some issues, but that was never ever a thing in the old show or the old books or the old anything. So I don't know why they're all of a sudden trying to make another frenemy almost for Rainbow Bright. Like they call Stormy and make her her frenemy. We, she doesn't need more frenemies. She needs more friends. <laughs> and I don't want Lala to be another Stormy type character that's always just, I mean, she's there and she's helpful, but at the same time, she's kind of a jerk sometimes. <laughs> we don't need any more jerks in Rainbow Land. That was one thing that I didn't really care for when they redid the Care Bears a few years ago. To me, a Care Bear was supposed to be a personality that you would want to have. You'd want to be happy. You'd want to be able to embrace whatever personality a Care Bear would uh, embody. And mm -hmm. 
when they did a relaunch of the Care Bears a few years ago, they had them bickering with each other a lot because <laughs> nothing. They didn't go try to help out people. They stayed in care a lot, and they all. I only saw like one little segment because again, it was enough to turn for me to turn off the TV. And when I see them bickering at each other, I'm like, that's not something I want to watch. I want... No. I. But then again, there's a lot of people that hate things that are too happy. It's like, oh my God, that is not a real representation of what life is supposed to be like. Everything is not all sunshine <laughs> and rainbows. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen those people. Oh, it's, yes. It's, I've absolutely <sighs> seen those people. Everything is but not again, this is rainbow bright and it's not all sunshine and rainbows. There are murky and lurky and the dark princess and the pits and evil people and bad things that happen. We don't need the color kids to also be dredging up conflict and bickering with each other. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Don't like it either. Um, and it's very un rainbow, but then again, a few things about, that they're coming out with are not really in the same vein, but maybe it's because I'm a little too married to the original because that's what I grew up with. That yeah. it's like, oh, no, change. I guess it depends on how it's portrayed. If they make Lala Orange Diva, I'm on heavy shoes. And she was always fashion oriented and wanted to look pretty and that's fine. I have no problem with that. That's like rarity in uh, My Little Pony. Yes. It's okay to have a character that that's a, a big part of her focus. Um, that's not a bad thing. It's But yeah, why, why does she also need to be a type A that butts heads with Rainbow Bright? Mm. Also, you know, we were discussing prior to recording uh, Rainbow Bright's relationship with Red Butler. And... Red and Lala were supposed to have a relationship. And to me, Red and Rainbow would have the same mentality. They were both leaders. She was a leader mm -hmm. of color, or I guess in this case, a leader of the Sentinels. And he is a leader of the color kid. So they're both leaders. Does that mean Lala's not going to get around with Red? Hmm. Yeah, that would just be all kinds of wrong. It totally. <sighs> Sigh. <laughs> but again, they haven't updated this page in a while. The like, If you go to the shop, it still is pointing to the limited edition itty-bitties. They haven't included the new classic ones. <sighs> I don't know. So maybe that, maybe they're not going to do anything else with that. But all the tags for all the dolls keep saying, find more Rainbow Bright at feeling.com. So I feel like they're still trying to do something with this, but we just don't know what. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and Hall, maybe we should talk about Hallmark. Hmm? Hallmark needs to hire us to work on their website. <laughs> we can at least get rid of the typos. <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of a lot of them. And I know I'm very picky when it comes to that. Like I must have been an editor in a past life because typos just jump out at me like crazy. And I'm not a grammar Nazi or anything. Well, yeah, sometimes I am. Well, but especially misspellings. Oh, I would disagree with that. Because if you've been around your old website. <laughs> Uh-oh. When everything Wait, was B-I-T-E. About... <laughs> Wait, what? The original RainbowBright.net, everything was B-R-I-T-E. 
when you said bright. Why would it not be B-R-I-T-E? <laughs> it's B-R-I-T-E in her name. Of course it's going to be B-R-I-T-E. Well, in, in, in things when not referring to the name. Well, that's just, it goes along with the whole rainbow bright thing. <laughs> no, that was on purpose. That was not a misspelling. That was oh. a purposeful use of a different spelling that goes along with rainbow bright. Shish. Although, I agree with, well, you didn't bring this up, but I used to have lowercase eyes everywhere. <laughs> that was a phase, I guess. I, I thought I was too good to capitalize eyes. So I just had all these lowercase eyes everywhere, and it was really stupid. I fi- I did go back and fix all those a few years back. But, <laughs> but no, the B-R-I-T-E's are completely on purpose. I have no problem with those being all over Rainbow Bright merchandise or books or whatever. Yeah, we all went through <laughs> our phases. Because you had people that would have, like, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase. Oh, God, that <laughs> was horrible. Oh, God, you hate Ever. Ugh, I couldn't read that. <laughs> Welcome well, to the 1990s. <laughs> right? Oh, God. They were such a bad time for... Not, you know, people have their own text speak nowadays, though, so it's not any better. Uh, <laughs> but they don't type that way so much on Facebook, I don't think. I'm not friends with many teenagers on Facebook, so I really couldn't say. But... Hopefully that's only on text that they type that way. But we definitely had our own version of that back in the day. <laughs> no capitalization or crazy capitalization. No sense. I hate trying to read comments on YouTube where the people, again, they don't use the shift key at all. And then they use text speak. And yeah. I, it's like, uh, learn to spell. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the book? I know that's going to make you so happy. <laughs> so Renee has gotten a copy of the new Rainbow Bright and the Very Brave Day book since our last episode. Yep. And what did you think of it, Renee? <laughs> I already know because we talked about this, but I want to hear you say it again. <laughs> it's not for me. It is. <laughs> it's not for me. I had this issue with the 2000s one with the Christmas thing and the fact that it wasn't for me. This is really not for me. I am too married to the golden books, to the way things were written as a kid. This this one, they make up words and <laughs> it doesn't sit well with me. And uh, one big conflict I have but I don't want to go into too much of, of plot, is the fact that they they refer to something in plot that is only in a picture. So if you just hear this and you do not see the pictures, you're not going to understand the plot. It is something... That's uh, true. I, uh, uh. <laughs> I didn't notice that until you pointed it out, and now I can't not notice it. <laughs> I mean, it was already one of those things where I was like, why did she do that? There was no reason to. But yeah, it is only in the picture and then it becomes a big conflict. Uh, yeah. And the new words they made up here didn't bother me as much as the tween speak on rainbowbright.com. But yeah, it does still bother me a bit. I'll, I'll agree. <sighs> they do reuse some 
artwork from the old stuff. Uh, you know, just changing facial expressions and, and a few things. Um, but we do have a lot of new artwork, which I, I do like. Um, some of this is more in the vein of... Uh, it's going to be an odd comparison, but Garfield. Hmm. I'm not sure if you noticed that. Uh, it's more, I guess, the comic booky style. It kind of reminds me of Garfield. Um, but I like... The artwork, it is, is very nice, lots of nice textures, um, lots of different scenes and places are mentioned in this book that aren't mentioned in any other book or in any other thing. So we have new mythos, yay! Um, yes! <laughs> and kind of a new character. He doesn't have a name, but there is a new character. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um... The colors in this are definitely like we mentioned that they went for more of the primary colors and not so much the uh, pastels. Um, but the only thing that seems a little off is the purple. The purple seems a bit darker in shade than than I'm used to. Um, and the blue on Rainbow Bright's dress is really dark to me too. Yes, I agree. Um, I like Starlight and of course I love Twink. And I do like the murky and lurky. They're, they're very well done. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the backgrounds uh, are simple, but they still get the, the story across. And I like that they, they kept the starred trees uh, from, from the original. Those are nice. Yes, that is a very nice touch. I agree. I want your opinion on the shadows. And I, well, I guess it's the shading and the shadows. They're, they're kind of are the same thing-ish. But they just look weird to me. It's like there's too much shadow. There's too much dark um, on their costumes and so forth. And like the part where it's light isn't necessarily indicative of where the light source is. So some like they're in a dark cave and they've got light supposedly shining on them on these from these different angles, but it's not even consistent from one kid to the next necessarily. Or like Rainbow's standing out in the full sunlight. And she's just got this tiny little light spot on her and the rest of her is all dark. It's just, yeah, I don't like the shadows. Yeah, the, 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 light, the light source is a definite inconsistency. But what, it, what gets difficult is when you're talking about a scene where a star sprinkle is. Because a star sprinkle is supposed to emit its own light. Um, so that can be a little misleading. But there's this one scene where the lighting on the kids and then the lighting on Starlight is all wrong. <laughs> oh no, which one? <laughs> uh, and there's no Nobody. page numbers! <laughs> I don't think there were page numbers in the old books either. There, yes, there were! I know, because I had to edit them out when I did my little really? picture book. Oh, funny! They have no page numbers! Um, it's the last scene where you see the pits. And they don't call it the pits! Why don't they call it the pits? It's supposed to be the pits. They don't call it the pits? They don't call it the pits. Hmm. That is weird. They don't actually say the pits. That is a bit odd. Although I did like that. I like the introduction of a new area of the world. That's cool. But do you mean the one where they're all standing looking up at the pits? Yeah, look at them. Everyone has a shadow and then the light source on Starlight has him white while it has all the other ones dark in the back. It, it's it's not right. Yeah. You're right. You are right. Yeah, that was 
probably my biggest gripe was actually the shadows and the the odd shading. Um, but yeah, probably second would be the weird names, the made up words. It didn't bother me at first, but the more I read it, yeah, the more it kind of grates on me. Because <laughs> it's like, yes, I know this is a children's book, but not all children's books talk down to children or have to make things silly to make them interesting, you know? Because the old books weren't silly. Oh, I just realized that Shy Violet is not in that shot when they're looking at the pits either. But she's with them afterward in the pits. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, she's not there in that one. Oh, I like Indigo's stance. She's like, let's go get him. <laughs> she doesn't look scared. <laughs> but, but you see, this is what we do, y'all. We we <laughs> Please don't hate us. <laughs> Just let us edit. We'll be good at it. Because <laughs> we notice everything. <laughs> and I, I, you know what feels bad after saying everything that we have? I feel guilty. Yeah, I do a little too. What are some things that stood out for you other than shadows? Um, one thing, again, this isn't super negative or positive. It's just a thing. Um the fact that it was kind of a moral story, like at the end you have this nice little moral, this thing you're supposed to learn from it, which is used in a lot of children's literature and TV and et cetera. Um, but that was never really a thing for Rainbow Bright. So it seemed a little out of place. And again, it's not a bad thing. You know, kids need morals, obviously. and It's a good way to, to give them or show them. But it left me a little just like, really? You couldn't just tell a story. It had to have a point because um, most of the old books, it was just an adventure. You know, something went wrong and they had to go through these things to fix it. And those are entertaining. Um, and you didn't feel preached to. And, and this doesn't feel preachy at all. But it was just a little like, oh, that's the, the way they're going to go with that. Okay. And maybe it's just this book. It's possible that the future books won't have morals. And it's just this. In which case, I'll be like, yay, you didn't do it in every single one. But it was just a little, like, something I noticed, like, oh, I feel like He-Man's coming on at the end to say, now kids, don't do drugs. <laughs> or that rainbow with the star, now you more you know. Or, yeah, there you go. <laughs> or G.I. Joe, and knowing is half the battle. And <laughs> Yeah. Like, but you know, we loved that stuff in the 80s. We ate it up, but those were other shows that did that. It was never Rainbow Bright's job to teach, at least in such an obvious way. I mean, she definitely led by example. Um, she made a very good example of someone to follow and be like, you know, as a kid, but she didn't beat you over the head with morals. So that was just one thing I wanted to mention. But a, a cool thing I like uh, on the very last page before you get back to just the cover image, not the cover image, but where all the color kids are. Um, it says, if you have enjoyed this book or it has touched your life in some way, we would love to hear from you. And then it gives you a PO box address. You can send an actual letter or card to and an email address it says you can email us at booknotes at hallmark.com. So I like that they're opening the door for feedback and I don't know that they're necessarily looking for nitpicky feedback like we would give them or just, ideas for a story you know maybe there's a kid that came up with an idea for a story and their mom will you know send it to hallmark and they might think it's a good idea and make a story out of it i don't know i'm not really sure what 
kind of feedback they're looking for. Probably just any and all. Just, you know, let them know that we're reading their stuff and that we like it. And we want more of it. So I like that they open the door for communication um, on the books specifically. Because they, they have the Facebook page for all things Rainbow Bright. But that is definitely a book-specific email address. So I thought that was just kind of cool. Yep. Well, we'll have to make sure to write our own comment cards. Yeah. And send them in. Good idea. Please don't hate us. <laughs> it's really, it is constructive criti- criticism, I promise. We're not just hating to hate. We're trying to help you improve. Or at least be more accurate. Well, when it comes to <laughs> stories, you know, we, we talk about the ones in the United States. The one that really surprised me were the British ones. The British stories that the books were so detailed in the language and how people would behave and speak. Um, mm. I'm, I remember it was uh, a story that we're all familiar with, which was, it's kind of like um, the big color mix-up. And it's the British version of it. And Rainbow doesn't command the kids. She gives them, she gives them commands, but she does them in a way that is so flippin' polite. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He's delegating. Yes. Not uh, dictating. Cool. She's always been good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we mentioned the book. Um, What is your favorite rainbow book? Do you have a favorite rainbow book? Oh, goodness. My favorite Uh, rainbow book is... is, It's it's stuck between the Meadowbrook Deer... Because it was the audiobook I read as a kid. And mm-hmm. I love the artwork and the pictures. And Yeah, that's a good one. I like that they rescued the deer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brook Me- is it Brook Meadow? I always forget. Is it Brook Meadow Deer or Meadow Brook Deer? Brook Meadow. Brook Meadow Deer. Yeah. Yeah, now that you said it, they both <laughs> sound right. I'm not sure. <laughs> I remember starting. Isn't yeah. this Brook Meadow? <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I could choose a favorite one that's sticking out in my head for some reason is Happy Birthday Buddy Blue because I think I really like the scenes where he and Patio Green are jogging um, <laughs> through Rainbow Land and it kind of mentions the different areas of Rainbow Land and it's just some really cute artwork I don't know I'd have to go back and look at them all again because I didn't have any growing up I had other books, but I did not have any Rainbow Bright books, so I don't have any nostalgic link to them. It's more just a from the story and the artwork, which one I would choose, but I don't know. That's a good question. We'd love to hear from our listeners, though. Yes. If you guys have a favorite book, definitely leave us a voicemail and let us know which one it is and why you love it. Remember, that voicemail number is 702-900-7827. Or... Go over to brightcast.com, that's thebrightcast.com, and look for the uh, contact page, and it'll have instructions on how you can submit your voice for an episode of Brightcast. So, in our last episode, we mentioned that truffleshuffle.com would be releasing a line of rainbow bright, or vintage rainbow bright materials in Britain. And they have finally been released! 
And they look so cute. There's yeah, still, they do. There's still a bunch that is coming soon, which I am very, very hopeful for. Um, mm-hmm. It is the Rainbow Bright Jumper is one, but mine is the new one that they posted a picture of, which is the dress. Oh my God, I want that dress. <laughs> yes, me too. So cute. But overall, I would so say cute. if I could have anything, I'd probably want the coffee cup. <laughs> Well, Michael got one. Did you see? Yes, I did. And he seemed to be loving it. So there's one plus one from an American that (laughs) somehow got a hold of one. Uh, Because, yeah, I think we mentioned before that sadly they cannot ship to the U.S. and Canada for licensing reasons. But they do ship to all kinds of other countries. So even if you're not in the U.K., like if you're in Germany or Australia or I don't know where, you could probably get it shipped to your house. And they are on Uh, eBay. (laughs) Oh, good. Good. See, thank you, British fans. (laughs) I have seen some pop up on eBay. I can't tell you about prices because I haven't really been keeping that close of a look, but they are showing up on eBay. Uh, But I do definitely recommend if you have any British uh, fans out there who are willing to purchase them for other fans, um, be kind, rewind, and (laughs) (laughs) share the rainbow. (laughs) Yeah. What's something from Truffle Shuffle that you want? I think the jumper, the knitted jumper is my favorite thing. It is so cute. And it looks just like the old pattern from the, well, from the 80s, where you could actually knit your own sweater. I don't guess any of my relatives knit that much, so because I never got one. But we know two people over in Britain, actually, that did. Yay. And you interviewed one of them. Yes. Recently, a forum member, Joey Angel, um, came over to the States on holiday, and I was able to meet up with her uh, for a weekend, and we gave a nice little interview with her. So let's jump into that uh, really quick, and here's the interview with uh, Joey Angel. All right, so I am here with Joey (laughs) This is Joey from the Rainbow Bright Fan Forums, and uh, she happens to be uh, briefly in the States on holiday and has decided to give us a little chat. So how are you doing, Joey? I'm really well, thank you. been shopping all day. It's been great. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how, again, are you familiar with the Rainbow Bright Forums? Um, Well, I've been there for a long time now. probably 15 years maybe more I don't know off the top of my head but I've known a lot of the old school people for a long time and um, I also do a lot of rainbow bright fan art you've probably seen it on DeviantArt maybe at some point under Joey Angel and uh, I've done a lot of fan fiction with some of the older members as well so been a long time now on the uh, Rainbow Bright forums, your screen name is Joey Angel. Uh, you're also involved with the RainbowBright.co.uk uh, Facebook page and website. Uh, you're an admin over on, on the uh, Facebook page, and you're also an admin on the forums, correct? Yep, I have been for quite a long time as well. <laughs> uh, now, uh, what's a favorite memory that you have about Rainbow Bright? Have you always been a fan? Yeah, since I was little, I had the original. Rainbow Doll, the smaller one. Um, I also had the Twink and Lucky and Romeo when I was younger, and Starlight, of course. Um, 
we didn't have as many of the toys as the US had. We had, um, can't remember now, Patio Green, um, Red Butler, but I don't think people like, like Indigo and all that, those sort of dolls didn't come out in the UK because I would have remembered them because I would have wanted them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was um, a big fan as a child. I've, I rediscovered Rainbow Bright when I went to university after school because I was eBaying a lot. <laughs> I was buying job lots of Rainbow Bright dolls, keeping the ones I needed, reconditioning them and reselling on the old ones, my doubles, my swaps, um, and then using that money to buy more dolls and collectibles. And it just carried on and on. And then we had the anniversary ones come out. <laughs> so I had to buy those. Was it Toy Play, I think, yes. that did them to begin with? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I had quite a few of them. Not as good as the originals. Uh, are there anything about with the new relaunch of Rainbow Bright? Uh, anything that you actually enjoy about it? I know that you've seen one of the new feelings specials. Uh, was it Cloudy with a Chance of Gloom? What was your idea? What were your thoughts on that? I liked it. Um, it was very different to the original, but it it was kind of like Powerpuff Girls, Friendship is Magic sort of style cartoon. It wasn't as it's not like our classic rainbow it seemed like a lot of the cartoons are nowadays but at least it wasn't CG'd like 3D because <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of old school animation and when Disney went all 3D with everything it took me a while to be on board I mean I love Toy Story don't get me wrong but I like the old school Disney animations that sort of cartoon um, and I, I went into anime as well and drawing the animes and reading the manga and kind of brought out a different style of Rainbow Bright over on a different board for fan fiction board so yeah I know Katie is definitely going to agree with you on that she does not really care for the CGI (laughs) and if it were CGI I'm pretty sure she'd boycott just like Care Bears were oh indeed (laughs) they're scary (laughs) I love Care Bears but they're still scary (laughs) now um, of the new things that are coming out in Britain, there's actually going to be a whole lot of uh, new merchandise coming out through Truffle Shuffle. Uh, I, we di- I know that we discussed earlier uh, today uh, Truffle Shuffle, which is going to be releasing a not- lot of new Rainbow Bright things, uh, which we went over. Are there anything from them that you're looking forward to? Yes, I, I didn't know how much there was until you showed me the extra pictures today, but the, I love the fact they've brought out the old school lunchbox, which is the old design, I believe, and the old like square proper plastic lunch boxes that we had in the UK back in the late 80s early 90s I remember taking to school myself um, I might buy myself one of them and take my lunch to work with it <laughs> I'm not going to be ashamed of that <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that but yeah um, there was a jumper that you showed me today that I actually had the jumper knitted for me by my nan's sister when I was little of a, I think it's a Wendy's pattern I can't I think so. Yeah, I think so. The, the knitting pattern anyway, my mum tried to do it for me. It was a bit too difficult, so she passed it on to my uh, great-aunt. And uh, there's some photographs of me at home wearing that jumper. And, uh, yeah, because it was a one-of-a-kind thing. It was the most like special part of my collection, I suppose, looking back. And now that the jumper's been relaunched at $39.99, it's a great price, um, I might buy myself one of them. <laughs> I definitely want to see the pictures of you as a kid in that jumper. Ed, that would be awesome. I've got them. I've, I sent them to work not long ago. It's in a booklet. You know, when you have to send a picture of yourself as a kid and how you are now for 
um, a training booklet it's in there so I've definitely got it somewhere Aww. I'll forward it you thank you <laughs> well Joey is definitely special to uh, Brightcast and is also going to be uh, special to rainbowbright.co.uk because she is going to be our British correspondent for all new merchandise so you can expect to hear more from Joey in the future <laughs> <laughs> Yep. What was that? I'm going to be the British ambassador. <laughs> now, do you have you listened to Brightcast before? Yes, I listened to the first couple of them. Um, but as I was saying to you earlier, I don't. We're working away, which I have been for so long. I don't get to do a lot of what I used to with regards to the forums and um, drawing my Rainbow Bright fan art and posting it. But now I've changed my job role. When I get back from the States, I should have more time, me time at home to rediscover um, fan art and writing and all the stuff that I used to love doing before. My job took me on the road 24-7. So. <laughs> well, you, we can definitely, uh, any fans listening, there will be a link on rainbowbright.co.uk to Joey's fan art and her fan fiction uh, regarding Rainbow Bright. Cause she has, again, been a very long Rainbow Bright fan and we are great to a great opportunity for us to get a look at some of the new merchandise that is coming out as, as well as reviewing maybe some of the old stuff because like you said you had you didn't have as much stuff but there is items that uh, you guys got that we didn't yeah I think the um, the tea pottery set might be one because I've got a China Rainbow Bright tea set um, that's proper bone China sort of well it feels like it um, from the 80s in its original packaging and when I put pictures of it online a lot of uh, US fans were like we've never seen that before so that must be a UK exclusive yeah here we had little plastic ones we didn't actually have little porcelain or, or bone china ones so that would be a great thing to look at yeah. we expect to hear more from Joey in the future and tell our next interview with any Rainbow Bright fan if you want to be interviewed by Brightcast or any of that sort just remember you have uh, thebrightcast.com and until our next interview everybody you have Rainbow Day <laughs> you want to say have Rainbow Day? have a Rainbow Day everybody yay <laughs> <laughs> awesome well that, done that was fun i'm so jealous that you got to meet joey angel because <laughs> i think we've both known her online for ages and ages and she's a wonderful person i love her artwork i love everything she's always contributed to the fandom and she's just a super nice person in general and her accent i love her accent <laughs> well i love the fact that she is going to be now uh, more participating more in the forums and with uh, the Rainbow Bright community again, because when fans leave the community, it is fun when you guys come back. And I know with all of these new Rainbow Bright merchandise that are coming out, that, that are coming out, that old fans are going to be turning up either on Facebook or maybe back on the forums, which are still there, um, to to say hi. And it is great to finally get to meet one. And, I mean, there are, are several Rainbow Bright fans out there that I know that you and I both have, have met over the years, but we like to keep the rainbow alive and to keep those friendships alive. So Absolutely. thank you for the interview, Joey. <laughs> Yay! And I love that, yeah, she had a knitted sweater as a kid, and our friend Tina Campbell, who we have had on the show in the past, also had one as a kid. She showed me a picture recently. I think she actually put it on Twitter, so you can probably find it. But yeah, super cute. And I'm sure those were not easy to make. 
I've tried to knit. It's not easy. <laughs> no, but one thing I like about the truffle shuffle jumper is that the details in the character faces are embroidered over being stitched. Uh, because yeah. no offense, but the stitched ones, um, because the knitting probably had to be like so many spacings. It looks very mm -hmm. pixeled, and I like the detail of the actual embroidered characters. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I hope it's comfy. And it looks like it. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard from anyone who's gotten one yet. I was hoping some pictures would start showing up on Instagram of some British or other country, whoever, fans wearing some of this stuff. But I haven't seen any yet. Hopefully soon. But it looks super comfy. And I agree. That dress looks amazing. Yeah, the, the sweater the last time I checked was still marked coming soon. So it has not been released yet. So. Oh, right. Okay. We'll, with the winter months coming up, I'm pretty sure that it will be. And we'll definitely be keeping you guys informed. So keep an eye on Brightcast. Yes. Or RainbowBright.net. Or RainbowBright.net. <laughs> or all the sites. All the things. <laughs> we'll share all the things. <laughs> and speaking of merchandise, I wanted to mention all of the things that came out back in the spring, like the Rainbow Bright t-shirts and tote bags and mugs and mouse pads. Uh, the things that were at the corporate Hallmark stores, they are now being marked down to 50% off in their clearance section. So if you have a corporate store nearby and you have not made those purchases yet because maybe you were waiting for the price to go down now is the time to get them because they're going fast now that they've been marked down um i was actually in charlotte a couple weekends ago visiting family and i went to the corporate store there and i picked up another t-shirt so i could have one to wear and one to keep in the collection <laughs> and i got a couple of mugs and a couple of tote bags and oh yeah and a mirror compact i think um just yeah i like the ones that are in the collection, obviously, but I wanted some that I could actually use and not worry about messing up. So I was really happy to find that stuff. And we'll include a, li a list, sorry, we'll include a link to the list of corporate stores again in the show notes so you can see exactly which stores would, would have that merchandise. And you may even want to give a call first before making a trip if it's kind of far away, because since they are marked down, they're probably going pretty fast at this point, and some stores may have already sold out. Um, it was definitely less selection at the store I went to. You know, they only had a few shirts left um, of different sizes. And some of the items just were completely gone. I don't think I saw um, any mouse pads or the cosmetic bags, things like that. So, yeah, they're going to go quickly. So be on the lookout. I feel sad. I have not found any of those because apparently I have not found a corporate Hallmark store. Poop. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, there aren't very many. Um, I don't think I actually counted, come to think of it. I don't know how many it is total, but in like in the state of North Carolina, there are two. One in Charlotte and one in uh, Greenville. So, and those are not close together. They're, I mean, they're not on opposite ends of the state, but they're several hours apart. So, yeah, I guess they try to stick with big cities. Although Greenville is not a big city. So, I don't know why that one's there. <laughs> Well, if, if anyone has uh, uh, Rainbow Bright stuff at their stores that's, like, on clearance, I want one. <laughs> I, I want a t-shirt. Yeah, I should have picked up a bunch of stuff to sell it, but I am I am so bad when it comes to selling stuff. I, I don't know if it's just laziness or I get overwhelmed. And, and I know it's so much easier these days. Like, 
apparently now you can even print out the customs forms at home and stick them on your box. You don't even have to go to the post office to do that. So even shipping internationally is a lot easier these days. But still, it's you got to find a box, got to print out a label, you got to tape it on. <laughs> I know I'm completely lazy. It's it's bad. <laughs> but I'm also just very busy with other projects. It's not that I'm just sitting around doing nothing. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's not that you don't really have the, the time it's you know you spread yourself thin you don't want you, yeah. you have a lot to work on yeah so I, I'm sorry I didn't get all the things and resell them but hopefully some fans with more time on their hands uh, would will do that because that would be cool all right so we're looking forward looking to the future and next month is Halloween and you and I both no, we love Halloween, especially at being Rainbow Bright fans because of the costumes that come out every year. And they are coming out even more the last few years. I mean, the Rainbow Bright costumes on the internet have pretty much exploded. <laughs> yeah. And they're mostly homemade because they, they aren't producing many. You know, they've got the one that's kind of the 2009 design. Um and, it, and actually, that was a few years ago. And now we can really get our the leg warmers and arm warmers and the wig from Elope. Um, so, yeah, they haven't released many official Rainbow Bright costume items. So a lot of these have have become homemade. and But they're beautiful. People are doing a great job. I'm really, really ecstatic to see all the things that people have made. Yes, and it's really simple to make a Rainbow Bright costume. I mean... Um, some of the things that you can do, for example, doing a color kid. I, I, of the color kids, I want to say that Buddy Blue is probably the most easy to do because yeah. it's mostly sportswear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one that would probably be, other than Rainbow, that would, would be the most difficult for me, I think would be Red Butler just because of the cape. But Or Lala Orange. She might be kind of hard with that yeah. long dress. Her dress was unique, and but yes. I, we've we've seen it done. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the most fun rainbow bright rainbow bright character costumes that I've seen are: you get a blue dress, and then you either put like something white at the bottom. Now, how did you do the white on the bottom of yours? Now, Katie has done some clo closet cosplay in the past where she found a blue dress. And you had something white at the bottom. Was that just like another skirt that was just a little bit longer? Or how did you it do that? It was. Yeah, with that particular dress. Yeah, it was. the dress was kind of short as it was. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if I feel comfortable wearing this in public. But <laughs> yeah, I had this white skirt. I think I bought it to do a She-Ra costume ages ago. And it just didn't work out for that purpose. But it had just been sitting in my closet. And I said, hey, let me throw that on underneath this and see what happens. And the length just happened to be perfect. So it just sticks out a little bit at the bottom of the dress and gives it that white trim around the edge without having to do any sewing. <laughs> and it gives the skirt a little more fullness as well. So that one turned out really well. Um, and that was just a dress I found at a thrift store. So you don't even have to buy an expensive dress. It can be something cheap uh, that you find or that someone gives you or whatever. Find a blue dress, put some stuff on it. Uh, I have another one that's a blue dress that 
the skirt, I do not believe would work under that one, but I've been toying with the idea of sewing a white trim around the bottom. I just need to talk to some more, to some friends of mine that are more crafty than I am and figure out what kind of material I should use. Cause you want something thick enough that the blue is not going to show through the white. Um, and some people will stuff it with cotton to make it like the old um, costumes from the eighties. I don't necessarily want to do that. I don't need it to be puffy. I just kind of want it to be white. So that might be something I'll be working on this year if I have the time, that would be fun. And there's so many rainbow arm warmers and leg warmers out there now that that part's easy to throw together. I mean, people have made more complex ones, um, especially I've seen some boot covers that look just like Rainbow's boots or her shoes or whatever. And those are really, really cool. But even if you just put on some thigh-high rainbow tights or something, <laughs> um, or leggings, whatever you want to call them, and put on some red shoes. Yeah, anything like that works really, really well. One thing that's really uh, fun about Rainbow's costume is one thing about growing up in the South, as I'm pretty sure you remember, around Halloween, it gets kind of chilly out there. So the layered yes. look of a Rainbow Bright costume, even done in the manner that you mentioned of uh, having one dress on top of another will still give it, uh, make you, keep you warm, especially with the tights, because the tights will keep you warm. And mm -hmm. then the, uh, the sleeves, arm warmers, those will keep you warm. And I've seen some patterns recently showing up on Instagram and Etsy, which are crocheted arm cuffs that even have the star on the hand. Those are really cute. And the wigs, you recently got yeah. a hat. You recently got a hat. I did. And I, it came in and it's adorable. It, Sadly, would not work as a wig replacement, at least for me, because I have way too much hair to fit up underneath it. Um, but yeah, there's a lady on Etsy who makes rainbow bright hats. And it's it's just a crocheted kind of beanie. Not Is that the word? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of a beanie hat. But it's that bright yellow. And then she actually put yarn bangs and a yarn ponytail on the back. Say a little, you know, bow with the star. So it's very rainbow bright, accurate. Um, so, but you could just throw that on on top of your hair. You don't have to necessarily cover up your hair or wear a wig. Um, some people just do a side ponytail, um, put a headband on. It really, you don't have to be 100% cartoon accurate. I mean, some people go for that and I'm really impressed when they put all of the different, um, parts together and make it look really cartoon accurate. But that's usually done more for conventions with cosplay, uh, with Halloween more simple um, costumes are what I see typically. Although some people go all out and do really, really cool things and are so cool. But even if you just did um, a hat or a ponytail or something, you, yeah. I've even seen some people do like the orange hairspray stuff. <laughs> yep. Um, now in the past you've done, you, you had a yarn one when you were a kid. And I did. And then you did a, yellow wig once well I had let's see I had a yarn one as a kid which I still have uh, with my costume I had another yarn one with my costume from 97 when my mom made me another one from the old pattern um, that costume sadly is no more I, I put it in a box or something in a storage shed and it got some mold on it and it was just kind of ruined um, and I haven't seen the wig lately, so the wig may have gotten ruined as well. Although it was kind of weird. Um, it was a white yarn, and then we sprayed that orange hairspray stuff on it. But it kind of started melting through the night and getting orange stuff all down my back. It was kind of gross. 
<laughs> so I would recommend just using colored yarn. Don't try to spray paint <laughs> white yarn. Uh, but yeah, then I had a really long blonde wig that I just got at a party store. But it wasn't, and I, st- I do still have it, but it's not great quality and it gets kind of matted and tangled looking. So I don't think I've worn a wig in quite a while, actually. Usually, and not that it's cartoon accurate at all, but I have my rainbow hair now. So usually I just kind of incorporate that. I put it up in a ponytail or a side ponytail and I let the rainbow hair be part of the costume, even if it's not actually rainbow bright. <laughs> it's still rainbow. Do you, well, you have a wig. Yeah. You used one on your Disney costume, didn't you? Yes. Uh, the wig that I got, I got off of eBay because, you know, 10, 15 years ago, getting wigs or at least good quality wigs was extremely difficult without paying hundreds of dollars. Uh, but I actually did get a blonde wig with a clip-on ponytail uh, off of eBay. I will make sure to include a link for anybody who wants to get it. And what you will need to do on this, unless you just want to have a side swoop bang, which you, you may want to keep that, is because the wig itself is like a bob where it just covers your head. So it really does look like Rainbow's head if you want that helmet kind of hair and the long bangs. (laughs) And then you just clip the ponytail on and just add a bow. Now, the bangs themselves are not short, so they're really long and they can get in your face unless you want to have them cut. Um, Mine, I tried cutting and I did a very terrible job. I've heard that some people will actually take their wigs to stylists. I have not done this, but if you have a good relationship with your stylist, um, taking your wig to your beautician and having them cut the bangs so that it goes right above your eyes is really good, especially on brunettes like myself and Katie. We have brown hair, so we have brown eyebrows. And you definitely want to get it low enough that it covers your brows because your brows can kill a costume. <laughs> if, if, you're try- if you're going for accuracy and those big bushes show out, you look weird. I know, I have had pictures of me, I look weird. <laughs> um, but uh, it's really simple because, again, it's just the one wig that goes on, so it's short. It doesn't really get tangled, and it's very smooth, and it's that nice dark blonde that I like. The dark blonde, yeah. that light blonde. Now, one of the uh, cosplayers that was really popular with her Rainbow Bright costume, oh, goodness, I interviewed her. I forgot her name. Z- it started with an A. She's naturally a brunette, and what she did... Um, again, this was years ago. She got one of those sandy wigs from Greece because it had oh, the funny because it had the high ponytail, which you want for Rainbow, and it had mm-hmm. bangs. So she took it to a beautician to fix the bangs and make them look more natural. Which that's what she said she did. And I always liked her Rainbow Bright costume. It was it's always uh it's one that I really really enjoy. Is it's one of the good ones. Nice. Uh, and there are also tutorials out there these days if you want to make a yarn wig. So if you want to look more like the doll or like the old costume from the 80s, um, there's one on makeit-loveit.com that I linked to on my rainbowbright.org Facebook page recently. And again, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But it actually looked pretty simple. And this is definitely a different method than my mom used back in the 80s when she made mine. Um 
At least I think it is, because it looks a lot more simple than what she had to go through to make mine. But yeah, it, it kind of looks like something I might could do. And I am not a very crafty person. So that's saying something. <laughs> but it does require a sewing machine, um, which I do have. So I'm tempted to try that. And there are also some YouTube videos, because this was just pictures and, and text as a tutorial, but there are also YouTube videos. Like there's one she linked me to for an Elsa yarn wig, and you can use the same idea and just modify it slightly to do Rainbow Bright. But it's, it's kind of just making a headband out of material, and then you're stitching the bang part um, and I guess the top of the wig to the headband and then you start stitching the rest of the yarn around for the rest of the hair and then you snip the bangs um, so they're not loops but they're actual like bangs and then you put it in a ponytail so it's not that hard and on this tutorial she used a yarn that's I guess variegated I think is the word where it's not all the same color there's some variation to the orange so it's like light orange and dark orange and there's a little bit like yellowish in there, um, but you can use any color of yarn you want. That's just up to your taste. But I might actually try that one of these days. I also have a couple of hair falls and a friend of mine was trying to tell me how to use them the other day because I bought these things years ago and then I never used them because I didn't know what to do with them. And they're yarn and they also have a few little rainbow ribbons and stars in, in them to make them very interesting looking. But it's basically all of that is tied around a hairband, like a, an elastic ponytail holder. And I got it and I was like, what the heck do I do with this? But she said, you have to kind of put your hair up in a bun and then you wrap the ponytail holder around the bun and then it falls down just all over your head. So I need to try that. I haven't tried it yet, but that's another option. Um, there's probably tutorials out there for how to make hair falls. Uh, cause I guess it's like a play on the word waterfall. That's a hair fall. I think that is actually the terminology for it. So if you Google that, um, probably some tutorials would come up. So it's like a scrunchie? So that's another option. Nope. It's an actual, like, I mean, it's not a rubber band, but it's, it's the, what do you call that? Yeah. Just the regular ponytail holder. Hmm. But that looks cool. Yeah, I, and and then the picture of, from the lady I bought it from, it was a picture of her wearing it. She looked amazing. So, <laughs> of course, I probably lost the picture by now. Um, now, is your yeah, hair, is darn. It blonde or is it, what is it? Yeah, it's, I can't remember if it's orange like the doll or if it's more yellow. I want to say it's more yellow. But it's really pretty. And yeah, she included some ribbons in it to make it even more interesting. But you could just do yarn. It doesn't have to have other stuff in it. Well, that's fun. But I, I, I want to see heart. more pictures okay. of, of, of Halloween this year. So if you are doing a Halloween costume, um, oh, oh, remember those, uh, it was at Target a few months ago. They had the little head boppers that were stars and they light up. Yes, I got some of those too. I did too. It was too. It was too awesome. They had little yellow ones. I was like, "Yeah, I'm tweak, yeah, I'm tweak, yeah, I'm tweak." Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if you look, if you see something like that, little star headband, you can totally be a sprite, or like you said, you could do something funky for a color kid. You don't have to be rainbow bright, but I, yeah, sprite. I love them all. You, you have a twink. You get, that'll go great with your twink costume. That's true. That'll be better than the thing I had. <laughs> I 
I got this thing at Party City that was, it's a headband and it has these two things coming out the top, but it just looked like yellow, like little tufts of yellow hair like Cindy sprouting Lou. out. Yeah, yeah. And it was cute, but it definitely was not a star like I wanted it to be. Although I think we did hot glue stars on the hair. So there were stars in it, but they weren't just stars. So yeah, if I put on my twink costume again, I, I would definitely use that instead. <laughs> But the only thing that's, well, I wouldn't say it's hard, but the probably hardest thing about a Rainbow Bright costume is the belt. Because I've never found a, a good color belt um, tutorial pattern. And the few I've seen that people have done, sometimes it's a picture that their friend took. It's not always a picture, you know, it's not always people posting their own pictures. Sometimes it was just, I was at a party and I saw this cool person in a costume and took a picture. So it's hard to track down who actually made it to ask them how they did it. So if you are out there and you've made a cool color belt in the past, we would love to see pictures, see, you know, close up pictures of it, um, hear how you made it. If you want to do a video or a blog post, some kind of tutorial, that would be excellent because those are probably, that's probably the hardest part of a costume. And I don't even have a great one. Like I have one I made probably 10 years ago or more <laughs> out of that craft foam. And then it's just got ribbons that tie around and it's okay, but it doesn't work with all of my rainbow pride costumes. Just it works with a couple and then it looks weird on others. And then I have the one from Elope, the official one that came out a couple of years back, but it's got more of the pastel. I mean, it's not pastel, but it's definitely pinks. It's not reds. So it doesn't go with a lot of my leggings and armbands that have red in them if I, have a, if I have pink on the belt. So yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. But sometimes people just put a rainbow on their stomach and call it a day. And that's fine. That looks good. <laughs> so you don't have to do anything fancy. Uh, but yeah, I've just never found a really good resource for making color belts. We definitely need more tutorials for people who don't know how to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please make it simple for us. <laughs> or if you just want to make them and sell them on Etsy, we will totally buy them. That's definitely a great resource. I've bought several items, um, like homemade items like that. Like I bought a, sh a crocheted Shira crown a couple years back on Etsy and I love it to pieces. So I'm all, I'm so thrilled when there are people that share their talent in ways like that. Cause I, I have tried to learn to knit and to crochet and I could barely do it, but I just, it was something I knew I was not going to stick with long enough to get good at. Cause I just, it, I didn't enjoy it. And some people really do. They get into it and they'll just knit for hours while they watch TV or while they talk to people or whatever. And it, it's a great talent to have, but it's, that's never going to be one of my strong points, and I've accepted that. <laughs> so those of you who can make such stuff, please sell it to me. <laughs> well, we'll definitely be going over some more things next month as October gets closer and Halloween gets nearer. Uh, but until then, this I think this is it for this episode of Brightcast. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, you can also find us on facebook.com forward slash brightcast. Our website is thebrightcast.com. Email address, brightcast at gmail.com. I have already mentioned the phone number earlier, so I'm not going to include that part here. Um. <laughs> I don't think so. I would just, we would love to hear from you guys. If you're buying the new merchandise and you want to share your opinions about it or characters or toys you hope they make in the future, we'd love to hear from you about that. Um, if you have 
dressed up as Rainbow or a color kid or another character in the past for Halloween or cos or a yeah cosplay convention or something like that. We would love to hear from you and see pictures from that. Basically, send us all the Rainbow Bright things you have. <laughs> we want to see it all and hear it all. Uh, I don't mean actual items. Like no, <laughs> keep your collections. <laughs> Just we want to hear stories and share that kind of stuff with you and pictures. Yes, we love pictures. Okay. Well, until our next episode, everybody. Have, have a rainbow, rainbow day! And until our next interview, everybody. Have a rainbow day. <laughs> you want to say have a rainbow day? Have a rainbow day, everybody. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>